0: Welcome to the Run Strong Run podcast, where I amplify inspiring voices from the back of the pack and loudly proclaim, all runners count. Without further ado, here's this week's Inspiring Runner. I'm so excited. I'm here today with Joseph. Also, he goes by Joey. He reached out to me on Instagram. He said, Oh my goodness, I have been in your pace group three times this year. And I was like, what? Tell me about it. His story is so inspiring how he's gone from one mile to marathon in a year. And so I was like, Joseph, I need you on the podcast. I need you to tell your story of how you have become this marathoner. So without further ado, Joseph, welcome. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Go
0: ahead and start with, um, tell us what made you want to run a marathon? I mean, you were could barely get through a mile. And next thing you know, you're finishing the California International Marathon. So what made you want to sign up for a marathon?
1: running right if you check out my instagram like you can kind of see my whole story too but like i've always had an off and on relationship with running um i was in the army hated it struggled with every single run we ever had to do my entire life i struggled with every single run i had to do and then um i met my girlfriend who is a marathon runner she's ran cim multiple times and i've always been kind of into fitness but since i've always had this love hate relationship with running i was like you know what it's time to break out of my comfort zone. Like, let's go. Let's just full on dive in. So I did a 10K with her and then decided that I hated it again. Um, and, <laughs> and I was miserable for a few days. Took, you know, the, a couple months between from the October I did the 10K. And then in January, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I want to get I actually want to give this a try. And then I happened to find a half marathon in Santa Rosa that I'd never heard of. but I grew up in Santa Rosa. And it happened to be on the one year anniversary of my dad's death. Mm. So I was like, you know what, that's my motivation. I'm going to run this for him. I'm going to go home where he raised me and I'm going to go do this for him. His his lucky number is 13. It was a half marathon. So I was like, that's just meant to be. So yeah, I went from barely being able to run a mile to getting to the point of running my first half marathon in August. And then I did urban cow a couple weeks later. And then, uh, yeah, I did run the parkway and then CIM. Wow. Talk more
0: about that um, journey of you found Santa Rosa. It was one year after your dad's passing. How did you find running? Did you find it to be therapeutic for uh, uh, helping you in this grieving process? Kind of talk about that more.
1: Actually, yeah, because like, um it actually really helped me a lot because it actually gave me time to focus on it. A lot of the times, like when I was struggling on those early runs, you know, like running 15, 16, 17 minute miles. And to slowly working myself up, like all I would think about is like, this is what you're doing it for. Think about why you're doing this. Like there's a big reason for you. And then it would just make me think of a lot of the times, you know, like me and my dad had kind of a troubled uh, history, but we had like patched things up like literally three weeks before he died. So that whole time I was just thinking like how thankful I was that I got to rekindle that relationship. And you know, he left us on a good note. And yeah, it just gave me lots of time to think and process. And like, I still have a hard time with it. It's only been. A year and a half since he died Mm -hmm. but um yeah it helped one running helped me get through that and then thinking of that helped me get through my runs (laughs) so yeah yeah, it just worked out all around absolutely
0: well i know without a doubt that he is um smiling down from where he's at. um, And so proud of you. So thank you so much for sharing that. And then also, thank you too for your service. How long were you in the army for?
1: Oh, just a couple years. uh, Just blew a bunch of stuff up out in the Mojave Desert and went to Germany and then came home. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but I love this how like, so you had to kind of run in the army, you had to do some, some training. So that's kind of out of necessity. You ran a 10k in in October, and you realized that you hated it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, you- I was miserable that time. Like, literally, like after the first mile, I was like, why the hell did I do this to myself? Like, why did I sign up? the my bar manager she's uh she usually runs cim she does ultras uh and then you know my now fiance she ran that was like the first time we ran together and the whole time they just had to hear me bitch and moan like why am i doing this what the hell's wrong with me like i don't even like to drive six miles like what my brother always tells me he's like why are you doing this and i got through it and i was miserable um I mean, it was a great feeling once I accomplished it, but I was just, I was just miserable. I hated. It. I was. I'm going to go back to lifting weights. Oh, okay. um,
0: so, so that's kind of a good question then. So with training for okay, so again, you ran the 10k in October. You were like, I hate this, but January you're like okay i'm gonna give it another go you set your sights on santa rosa half which was august so they gave that you about eight months to build up to that 13.1 mm-hmm. miles you then ran run the parkway which is a 20 miler um the final long run before cim in november but mm-hmm. um oh man i just totally lost my train of thought you just mentioned something <laughs> i was gonna ask you
1: a uh, says, oh i used to lift weights
0: yeah. yeah strength training so so did you through marathon training through the build up to 26.2 miles were you still lifting weights?
1: during that time? Not really. No. Um, I wanted I just like because I hate running so much any sort of hated running so much any sort of discomfort in my legs whatsoever. I was like, I'm not gonna run I would do like occasional stuff like some push ups or maybe like pick up something heavy and walk around just because I hate not working out. But no, like all my workout days just turn into run days or walks or bikes or something like that. But man, I stopped lifting. Which is a completely different game plan this year. This year I'm back on lifting and running because strength training is just so important for it. Like, I just think that's overlooked. Like, cause you see all these dudes that are, you know, running two and a half to. Three hour marathons, and they're usually pretty tiny people, but you know, it's like strength training is extremely important for this kind of stuff. But yeah. like what we were talking about, Nick Bear, like that's a guy you never see running sub 240 marathons. <laughs> and here he is.
0: <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, I myself have recently gotten back into lifting weights and strength training, and I've already seen like a huge improvement in running and, and like how I feel. Um, and so I agree with you that strength training is very important. And that can sometimes be overlooked. And especially at like a marathon training, you, you, you think you want to, you know, reach a certain weekly mileage, but I tend to, uh, the long runs for me are the not non-negotiables. And then besides the long runs, I usually only run like two other days a week. And mm-hmm. then, um, but I work out about s- six days a week, which it sounds like you were doing similar things like walking or biking, running, just continuing to move and continuing to work out. Um, So let's talk a little more about your girlfriend. So your girlfriend, well, who's now your fiance. So let's talk a little more about that too. She um, got you into CIM because she's run CIM before. What made you want to do CIM? And tell us about that journey with your girlfriend, now fiance.
1: Funny you ask about her because she literally just walked in the door. Hi. (laughs) She, she, I was like, try to be quiet when you walk in here. I'm going to be in the living room. Um, (laughs) But so she wanted to go check out um 2022 CIM. She wasn't running it that year. And she was really excited to go. And I was like, I have not a huge interest in checking out a bunch of people exhausted finishing a crossing line but i'll go with you to check it out and see how it goes i ended up falling in love with it so when i was there, is when i was like if i can get through the half marathon i'm gonna do well originally actually i was gonna do the relay so i was like if i can do a half marathon like i'll do a half marathon with you it's actually a funny story about that i was gonna stop at a half marathon and then i was listening to david goggins all out on a run and someone wrote him an email asking his number one training advice for running a half marathon excuse my language but he said don't be a bitch sign up for a full one that's my advice so i did okay
0: <laughs> so at what point in your training was that that you decided to do the, sign up for the full
1: uh when did we sign up so june <laughs> yeah well, so. right yeah
0: because the race cim usually sells out like within you know july yeah
1: so i made the commitment before actually doing the half marathon i was like if i can do a half i can do a full so <laughs> uh,
0: yeah i love that so you signed up for the full marathon in june and then you ha- that that was two months before you ran santa rosa half marathon in August.
1: Mm-hmm yeah i'm kind of impulsive
0: (laughs) hey you know what i actually ran a full marathon ever before i ran a half marathon i mean of course i ran half marathon in training but my first you know big race was was a full marathon so i i totally support those impulsive sporadic (laughs) decisions
1: yeah for sure
0: (laughs) so let's talk about pacing because again you, you you said hey i started in your pace group but i've actually never gotten to run with you because uh you're always ahead of me so how how what was your strategy in using me and um, pacing santa rosa let's see i paced the 250 group in santa rosa um and then for run the parkway the six hour 1344 pace per mile group and then see i am the six hour group so what was your strategy with that
1: so for me i like i'm a bigger guy um i'm 250 pounds so i knew that- speed wasn't going to be my friend in these, So I just decided to take it. I wanted to learn how to run longer distances at slower paces without stopping. So that way I could at least like learn to run without stopping. And I just found that like my conversation pace was in that, you know, that time frame that like, um, was it like 12 and a half, 13 minute mile, roughly. Mm-hmm. and that's that was my conversation pace so I was like, i'm just gonna stick with this like there's no need to improve my speed at this i'm just trying to build distance not speed mm. and so my whole thing about racing is well it's not an actual race i'm just racing myself and all these things for me it's not an actual race uh my goal is to finish the races before the cutoff time and so and if i look at I'd always look at the last um, pacer and like that in my eyes, that's the cutoff time. So that's what I'm using my back wall. So if my goal is to finish this before the cutoff time, you are not allowed to pass. So that's, the that's the way I came up with it. And you successfully
0: have done that three times with me as that cutoff pacer.
1: I'm pretty surprised. I was very surprised at Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa. Um, my goal was to just finish in under three hours. I ended up doing like two hours, 32 minutes, I think. And it was like considering that was my first time, like I was shocked.
0: that's awesome that's so amazing i love that um what 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 for cim um talk about during the marathon the 26.2 miles which part of that day was the hardest for you
1: um miles i think it was like mile 15 or mile 17 um i hit that wall like so i started the race off hot like i thought i was i was feeling good I didn't start off overly fast, but I was feeling really, really, really good. Started to feel a little bit less good at the halfway point, but then like mile 15 and just something hit me. I was like, I don't want to keep running at all. Um, Luckily, the friend of mine who's run CIM a few times, she came out to cheer me on. And so she's happened to be meet me at that mile 15. And that got me going through. And then I had a friend who lives in Carmichael and he came out and cheered me on it like right around that same time. And that pushed me to get past that. But that that point I was like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. Um, I everyone always told me about that 20-mile wall, so that's what I was so much focused on, and I just didn't think I would hit that before 20 miles, but I did. Mm -hmm. But then I got lucky because I think at mile 19, uh, there was a bunch of dudes out there handing out Modellos. And so I was like, I'm going to stop and have a beer. <laughs> so I stopped and had a beer with a guy. And then I, that actually really helped me get through the rest of the race.
0: You know what, Joseph, you are my kind of guy because <laughs> I I saw those people. I'm not, I'm not sure if it was the same. So I saw several different groups. But there was a group that I saw um, at mile 19. And they were actually passing out Landshark IPAs and ice cold I grabbed one yes as a pacer I grabbed one I couldn't couldn't drink the whole one it was it was a bigger can um but oh man that hit the spot and that was so good so I am totally with you that's what's so fun about the back of the pack is that we get to do fun things like that drink a beer at mile 19
1: of a marathon
0: and that gets us to the finish line
1: yeah I mean there were people handing out bacon that was pretty cool I ate a lot of meat so that helped me um but yeah that beer at mile 19 and they were like standing in the uh, the center divide. Like they, they just came out to the center divide and they lined up a bunch of beers. They just started yelling at me and one other guy stopped. And he was like, how many times have you guys done this? And it was both of our first marathon. And we were miserable at that point. But yeah, I drank about half of it and I put it down. I was like, all right, man, I gotta keep going. Otherwise I'm just not gonna keep going. And so <laughs> It was, uh, it was pretty fun.
0: I love that. So what was your go-to fuel? What did you pack some fuel with you for race
1: day? Yeah. So, um, in my, so I got the hydration pack and in that I mixed in the, um, the G1, GM1 or G1M sport from BPN. And then I use those little go packs that McBear does too. the, the, yeah, the Apple ones. Yeah. Those were solid for me. The whole time. And then I also ate at pretty much every single aid station because like I said, 250 pounds running a marathon is not easy. Yeah. And so I needed I felt like I needed a lot of fuel.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then of course, one of my favorite things after a long run or a marathon is is what you eat or drink post marathon. So what was your go to post drink or beverage or drink or food?
1: Um, So we definitely had the burrito and the beer right then and there. Well, as soon as we finished. Um, I honestly think we just wanted to get back to Lodi. So we just came back here and I don't really like to eat right after uh these, these longer runs like for some like i have to wait for my stomach to settle and then i can eat again so i think we came back down here and just got a bunch of taco bell said so screw it like we just ran 26 miles we're gonna eat whatever we want i think we ended up getting like 40 40 worth of taco bell between the two of us and went to the bar i work at and had some taco bell and had a beer <laughs>
0: nice yeah and I, i'm with you i too um it's really hard for me to eat like right after a long run or right after a marathon it take, takes my body a couple couple hours even though i know the importance of putting something in that's why I, I like chocolate milk or something that i can drink um yeah
1: I, I i'm with you there
0: and so did your girlfriend or now fiance and you run the whole race together cim
1: oh no she's way faster than me um yeah she she was way ahead of me like we said our goodbyes at the start line and then said hello again when i finished
0: <laughs> but and how about training like training runs did you guys run together nope. for training nope you just kind of not at all You you were just marathon training together and um, ran the race together but not together at separate yeah
1: pace. we always start at the same time uh she usually finishes a good 30 to 30 minutes to an hour before me and so she's usually waiting at home Well she'll take her shower and then waiting at home with some cold water for me when i get in well i
0: love that that um you two are marathon marathoners together runners together So Joseph, what's next for you? Do you have your eyes set on the next thing?
1: Yeah, um, I'm actually the whole reason or like, when I first started like thinking about the idea of wanting to run, I always wanted to run trails and eventually run an ultra. So there is an ultra. It's a 55k at Lake Sonoma in October. And as soon as registration opens for that, I'm going to sign up and looking forward to doing that. And then also I'm trying to do the formidable 13k next month up in Auburn. Um, and basically, I'm just trying to beat all of my times that I did last year. So I'm on a whole weight loss journey trying to get back down to like 200 pounds instead of 250 to make myself myself a little bit more when i'm running make my feet like me a little bit more and hopefully i can you know do cim in under five hours this year uh do a sub for like under two hours and 30 minutes for a uh, half marathon this year too that's my other goal and hopefully a sub hour 10k i
0: love that wow you've got got a lot of goals so it sounds like it's fair to say that maybe now you don't hate running
1: nope i love it (laughs) yeah i I actually think I i love it more than my fiance does
0: wow and how how does she feel about that
1: she laughs um because she's like she's like my relationship with running is a lot less after CIM this year (laughs) which is funny because when I was working at the bar the other night a guy actually told me that his now wife got him into running and now he runs and she doesn't But he goes off and does like hundred milers and things like that. I'll, I don't ever want to do that. Hey, never say never because you also <laughs>
0: last October thought you would never run a marathon, and here you are now looking ahead to doing a fifty k. So you never know, Joseph. When you and I talk in, in a year or now from now, you might be signing up for your for a hundred miler.
1: <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh and well and, and also like when when's the wedding date have you I, mean, I know you guys just
1: recently got engaged so have you thought about when when the wedding might be um not sure uh we're both outdoor people so it's probably going to be somewhere up in the mountains just a couple of us and so we got to wait to see what the snow levels like this year nice. so we gotta wait for that to clear okay well very
0: good uh joseph thank you so much for sharing your story if if you had to give advice to someone who um maybe wants to run a marathon or considers himself not a runner or tried to run but but not really loving it so much what advice
1: would you give them go slow you know you're in more likely than not you're not going to be standing on that podium at the end of the marathon like like just be honest with yourself you're not going to be doing you know two hours and 11 minutes or whatever these people are doing it's insane it's amazing it's absolutely insane though so, you know, race your race, go at your pace, run slow, wait until your body gets used to it, and then just keep building on from there.
0: I love that. Yes, run your race and your pace. Joseph, so inspiring. Again, you can find Joseph on Instagram at joseph.magnelli Thank you again so much. And absolutely. We'll Thank you, you. See you later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Run Strong Run podcast. You can reach out to me on Instagram at runstrongrun or through my website at runstrongrun.com. You can support this podcast through a rating, review, or share. Until next time, run strong and run happy.